Hey everybody, welcome to Hook, Line, and Smiley. I'm Bob Hook, Line, and Smiley, but my friends actually call me BobSmiley.com. We normally tackle hard-hitting topics on this podcast, such as like how far away you should stand to spray for breeze on a teenage boy. Uh, However, my lovely and talented co-host Sarah is not here this week. Uh, she actually went on a five-day mission trip to, um, where'd she go? Uh, Vegas. Evidently, the cast of Circus Soleil and Carrot Top need to hear about Jesus, so she gone. But fortunately, I did a show in Indiana last week, and comedian John Branion stopped by the hotel, uh, mostly because they don't have proper security in place. Uh, so for this week's podcast, I'm going to play for you a conversation we had about bad gigs, the road life. Uh, I think we talk about chickens. I'm going to be honest, I really wasn't listening, but I hope you enjoy it. Uh, But before we play that, uh, for you diehard listeners of Hook, Line, and Smiley, I wanted to give you my woo moment of the week. I want to thank Mac Powell and the Family Reunion for our theme song. Uh, And so we all want everybody to have a woo moment uh, of the week uh, that they can look back on when times get tough. And uh, mine was a scavenger hunt that Sarah did. So she was gone. And uh, Mason, our youngest, he's 10 years old, he came down and he was grinning, so I knew something was up, and he handed me an envelope, and it was the first clue of this long scavenger hunt all over the house. Uh, She had things like, uh, you never pass this by without looking it over. So I went to the mirror, and I found another clue. The next clue was something, uh, it it said, uh, the next clue is under something I use all the time and you've never used. So I went to her toolbox. Um, One of the best hints was, uh, the next clue is under the thing you love the most before you met me. So uh, I went to my ketchup bottle and, you know, that sort of thing. It was awesome. I, I went all over the house, like solving these clues. And the very last one, ended with a note telling me to meet her at a restaurant, and the best part was there were gift cards that some fans gave me at a show uh, for this restaurant. So it was a double woo moment because we weren't paying for the meal. It was so amazing. It was thoughtful. It was loving. It was uh, great. It made me feel really, really loved. Uh, So that's my woo moment of the week. Uh, We want to hear about your woo moment of the week or any kind of feedback that you have for the podcast. You can... uh, Email us at hookline-and-smiley at gmail. Oh, speaking of, we normally have a that's not happy moment because we know life gets tough. Um, and we kind of want you just to put it in that category of like, hey, that's not happy, but we can we can move on and um, you know deal with it and all that. But we got, a, we got an email from some kid named Emmanuel, and I hope I'm saying it right, Emmanuel. It's supposed to sound like Samuel. Uh, and he said that it needs to be called a that's not smiley moment. That kid is a genius. Uh, so he's got a bright future. He really does. So that's what we're going to start calling it is, uh, and so my, that's not smiley moment is my wife is gone for five days and I'm taking care of our four boys. So we're pretty much back to washing dishes in the pool, putting duct tape on our shoes. So the place looks vacuumed. Uh, she is definitely, definitely missed, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with John Branion and, uh, make sure you like comment and tell all your friends. Enjoy. All right, well, here we are, Carl. And, uh, are we doing this? Th- we're doing this. Uh, wouldn't you know it, 
Bob Smiley is very close to my house. Yeah. And uh, he's actually, he's very close to me right now. He's sitting literally <laughs> am, right across the table I from me. I am breaking several restraining orders right now. I am proud to do Peach's podcast. <laughs> I am. Right now I'm excited about anything that's not the well, last see, hour. What was going to happen was we were going to have Bob on the podcast, weren't we, Peach? Peach is here too. We were. And I would like a little more enthusiasm. We were going to have... Okay, have maybe. Bob on the podcast, uh-huh. and we were going to record. We were going to have you call in. Yeah. In my high tech phone system. Yeah. And then it turns out you were here in Noblesville. You called me. Yeah. Yesterday. Talk, mm, day before, I think. Yeah, and you changed your number, so I took the call. Right. And you were like, "Hey, let's do it." And, and as I'm doing it, I'm like, "Oh, I was going to call him. Why was I going to call him?" And I was like, "Oh, because I'm going to I'm going to be in Indiana." Right. And so I told you where I was going to be, and you're like, that's 30 minutes from my chicken farm. Right. And, and so it turns out it's a little it's further. It's a little further. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. I think everything in Indiana is 30 minutes from my house. Okay, so you're I, one of those guys. Yeah, I'm a guy who goes, well, well because you guys, don't you change the time? Like every week? You don't, you don't hear. So you don't Yeah, but up north they do. Up north okay. they have a different time zone. But, but the important thing is that... You're here now. The important thing is my show is over. That's the important, the important thing. thing. Your show is over. Do you want to talk openly and yeah. and uh, honestly about that? Because that's what this podcast is about. It's we about will just putting all the cards on the table, man. Well, just I, being honest. I listen to your podcast, and I know you like me to just do bits, like prepared bits. <laughs> yes, I like things to be scripted yes. tightly. You don't like any ad libs. I don't, I don't or like ad libs. I don't like heartfelt. I don't like interruptions. <clears throat> yeah. That, um, well, just make yourself at home. Yeah. John. I'm going to take my jacket off. Okay, keep your pants on. Okay. Um, (laughs) For now. I can talk openly because I talked to the people that brought me in and they were apologizing because it wasn't their fault. Oh, did they apologize because it was bad? Oh, yeah. They they came up and were like, we're so sorry. Um, Oh, that's nice. Oh, they were, they were the best family in the world. Um, but it was a corporate event Mm. and, uh, all the comedy killers the big round table. You 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 sat here right when, before he um, came into my hotel room. Uh, how did you get in, by the way? I've got, um, I've got connections. And so it was round tables. Uh, they were they were all wearing like blazers and you know like right. dressed up a little it was bit more semi formal. Uh, business was, casual. It's very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Business cat. Obviously, I'm dressed like a banker. Yep. I, that's another thing I don't I'm like. Just like a banker in a deer stand. Um, <laughs> these are my adult pants. Are they? These are my grown up. Like, look at me. Those I'm, are your I'm an adult. Your big boy pants. Yeah, these are. These are kind <laughs> of. Well, the thing look, is, that's a. That's a crying out loud. Sorry. I'm just kicked over the podcast deal, which is right. basically a Mr. Microphone speaking spell. Yeah. What is? Yeah, it's a. Uh, you you gutted a Teddy Ruxpin, and, <laughs> and took the stuff out of it. Teddy Ruxpin didn't record stuff. He, he, yes, he did. No, it he would didn't. record what you said back to him. Not you could Teddy say Ruxpin. yes. No, I really think you could. Maybe Amanda's reaching for I'm, her I'm phone. She doesn't even know. Who no, we have a fact Teddy check. Right Do you here. even know who Teddy Ruxpin is? Yeah, I was. I was around in the eighties. Of course, you were. I thought barely. You, could... you were not around in the eighties. I was. Were and, you? And Aunt Bonnie had a Teddy Ruxpin that I could play with. So she was born in nineteen eighty-seven. Okay, so well, like that's the eighties. Nineteen ninety-two-ish. I was playing with Bonnie's okay. Teddy Ruxpin. All right. Well, the the thing is that we, what we were talking about, Carl, before Bob decided to karate kick my. I'm so sorry. Mechanism was uh, that there. Carl doesn't necessarily know all of the the subtle 
ins and outs and uh, and back you know behind the scenes backstage stuff about comedy about what makes a good comedy show versus what makes a bad comedy show. Okay, tell us, John Brin. <laughs> tell Are us you what makes a good. Me while I podcast. No, I'm you? just I'm putting this on Instagram because <laughs> I have so many people like DM me and go, "What makes it like I, I'm starting comedy? What should I do?" And my first thing is don't. <laughs> Don't, okay? You don't have anybody DMing you and asking <laughs> have, about comedy. I've had three people DM me in the last 20 years. I still have them. They're, they're still <laughs> the up the front. 20 years. And, Tim Hawkins. And Ken Kington. Tim actually did. That's how we met. But we'll we talk right? about that later. Yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, but what is what is the... And I won't do this all the whole time, but mm. what is the comedy killers? What are bad for comedy? The, the comedy killers? Uh, mm-hmm. Number one, corporate event. Mm-hmm. If it's a if it's an event where the audience is there okay. for something other than comedy, did that tonight. But and then uh, a lot of times a corporate event has round tables. Did that tonight, which is uh, <laughs> this is which be is so awful. Good. And then a uh, and then a the the first the audience is far away mm-hmm. from you. Yep. because they're you know they're far. Yeah, I could see them laughing. I couldn't hear them laughing. Right. They're at a distance. And then uh, bad audio. Yes, and if you're if you're talking into a microphone, a lot of times a corporate event, oh, and at a hotel, and the the money or the money, the the sound is coming out of the the speakers. He the, says money because we're only thinking money at that point when we're that's up the there. The only reason that you ever do a com- or a corporate show is for the money. Wait a minute, you have Nobody a microphone? Does it for fun? You got a microphone? Luxury. Occasionally, I've had a microphone. I, uh, <laughs> it it all of that stuff. Like seriously, all of that stuff. Um, sweetest couple even the president of the company like everybody you know were, was just so sweet they didn't realize that they were putting on a comedy killing show they 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 brought you in because yeah. they thought that that their people would enjoy you as much as they did i assume they saw you somewhere yeah uh and thought hey he'd be great at our and it would have been uh, in in all honesty it would have been it, it should have been a great show. Right. But uh, open bar, and there were these two round tables over to the side. And, and one of the guys I rode the elevator down with to walk over to the show, and he seemed like a nice guy. Mm-hmm. But there were these two guys. Um, one of them looked like a thumb, so I really had a hard time not, like, tearing into him. But he would not. <laughs> what? He looked like a what? He looked like a thumb. He was a big, bald, a white thumb. guy. He looked like a thumb. <laughs> He's just sitting over there like... What's, so what's your problem with thumbs? I don't like thumbs in my show. Have you not read my writer? No. But he was just sitting over there, huge glowing bald head. Right. And and he would not hush. And then the other guy, the guy I rode the elevator mm. with, and, and they would not quit talking. They talked nonstop. And so it's not my show, so I can't turn right. and bury the guys. I don't well, know who they are. you don't know who they are. Plus, yeah. that can go really badly. It go really bad. That can really... I'm yeah. only doing 35 minutes. Yeah. So, I'm like, just try to get through it. But it was so distracting. You can plow through 35. Right. But I kept doing the thing where you stop so it gets really quiet so you can just hear them super loud. Mm-hmm. And I would look over there and they would look up and just keep... Like, they, they weren't phased at all. Right. And so, finally, somebody in the <laughs> middle gets up, this lady... Um, and goes and and uh, most of the people that work for the company, uh, or at least in the top part, are all Christians. Right. She came up afterwards and she was like, "Yeah, uh, my dad is so and so, and uh, they're Christians." But I decided, you know what? I don't need to be Christian right now. And so she got up <laughs> and she went over to the table. She went over the table and started yelling at these adults. 
suspend my Christianity. Yeah, that's what she said. So I can go and talk to this thumb. Yeah. It was like a Christian, a Christian of silence. Like, you know how you have a cone of silence? It was like a Christian of silence. We're going to go over. Christian. Unchristian. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. And All so right, she, your thumb. And she Listen went over here. and yelled at the thumb and the rest of the fingers <laughs> at, the, at the table. And I could hear what she was saying. And it was way better than any heckle I would have done. And then now they're mad, and now they're like mad at right, me. Right, that's things. why. That's what happens. That's <laughs> yeah. why you can't say anything. To right. Them. So now they're just staring at me. Right. And it's super awkward in the room because the room held like six hundred people, and there was like one hundred and seventy. Right. And so I, I said, I really am sorry. I didn't mean for that to happen. I also didn't mean to talk while you're interrupting. And um, and then so the this this part of the crowd goes nuts, like right. laughing. And then they're just and angry as can be. Right. And so now they're clinking glasses. They're doing everything they can to make noise without. <laughs> it's like we put them in timeout and they're like throwing stuff at them. Like it was the most. It was so bad. Oh, uh, I can't wait to do it next year. So yeah, so they, uh, <laughs> they, you're going to have a blast. It's yeah, going to be so know, awesome. Now that I know what to do, you'll have to make sure that you tell me who it is so that when they get the phone call... Amanda can make sure we're busy. Well, the mics weren't working um, right up until they... And then, uh, and seriously, they really did set it up where it should have been successful. Like, it, um, they had a meal. They waited till everybody was done eating first. The guy got up and told everybody to come sit down, and uh, we're going to have a comedian. Like, they set it up well. Right. It just... It was not happening tonight. It is so... Uh, it is so difficult to... Be funny in front of a group of people. I mean, it really yeah. is difficult. Yeah. And it's difficult when everything is working correctly. Yeah. And when anything is not working correctly, it just magnifies the difficulty by a factor of 10. And then when you I've... get two or three things that aren't working correctly, it only takes one. It only takes one really awkward, strange thing to happen. Like somebody going over and yelling at people in the audience. Yeah. It only takes... That, that is enough to completely dis- destroy the entire... What are you doing? We're on Facebook Live! <laughs> oh, we're Facebook Live? <laughs> What's up, six people? I can't four. do... Four! What's up, four people? I can't do three things... You just have to do one thing. I, at a time, okay. But so, no, no, no. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you take one little thing and it'll throw you, like... The crowd not being able to hear you. Right. You'd be surprised how in comedy that's a bad thing. Yeah. But you it, really, it is shocking. If they can important. hear you, it's right. so much better. But these people, the thumb did not seem to have any. <laughs> anyway, I'm a little. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it's over too. I hope and the I'm thumb is next door to me. Some of them are staying in this hotel. Well, we're going to go knock on every door. Yeah. Are you the thumb? Yeah. <laughs> so if. Uh, I'm, I'm mostly happy that you're here. So that you can be on the podcast, because yeah. mostly what we're doing this for is for your podcast. Yeah, exactly. The principal reason that you're here, the reason, the reason that I'm here, is for you. To kickstart my podcast. Right. With because my, Sarah and I have nothing. With my singular listener. Yeah. I'm going with to. <laughs> Carl. With Carl. <laughs> I actually wrote Carl. That Did was you? my goal. I wanted to write some goals, you and I was like, I want to get Carl. You, sp- <laughs> you want to snatch That's, him from me. If I can get Carl, then I am in. No, I actually did. Uh, I put on social media, because um, I have followers. Um, I know. Yeah. Uh, some questions for you. 
to interview since this was going to kind of be my podcast. Yeah, anyway. it's going to be your podcast. So I have some whenever you're ready. We don't have to get to them now. Do you remember the corporate gig that we did together? No. Okay. I don't, well, not off the top of my head, but if you tell me. So we used to um, tour with this guy named Tim Hawkins. And, I don't remember him either. Um, he had a brother. Speaking of thumbs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Todd. <laughs> What's up, Todd? <laughs> Love you, brother. I need shows. <laughs> um... <laughs> He doesn't care anymore, no. He booked, (laughs) Todd booked you and me at a corporate gig for a a real estate company, I think it was. Okay. And I was in like the hottest part of my career where I was killing every show. (laughs) And I really was, I'll be be honest, I was as cocky. I was, I never failed. I did not have bad shows. Yeah. It was, but... It was people coming to see me. That's because you weren't doing corporate shows. I wasn't doing corporate. I wasn't doing any events at what the people weren't That's coming to see me. That's the other thing I forgot to mention. Is when, when the audience is there and they kind of are there to see you, that yeah. puts a different dynamic on it. When yes. you go to a corporate show, people, a lot of times people go to corporate shows, they don't even know who you are. Right. Even if you're... Even if you're kind of famous, like the Hawkins would go and do corporate shows and they didn't oh, know who he was. Yeah, did you hear so, the one about uh, where he did, he opened for ZZ Top? Uh, yes. Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that story. Where, yep. And it was an optometrist. Yep, he opened for ZZ Top and he just <laughs> flamed out. Boom! <laughs> Freight was, he, Freight said that he was on the side of the stage going, oh my gosh. Yeah. This is awesome. Because you never see Hawkins bomb. Yeah, he was flop, I've seen him bomb sweating. twice in my life. And one was in Dallas and he was trying out a new bit. And normally whenever he tries out a new bit, it just automatically comes out killing. Yep. And he tried out this new bit and it just did not go well at all. It was, and you could see on his face He's like. Immortal. He's a mortal human. That, that was what you saw on his face of like, oh, so this is what it's like for the other comedian. This is what it's like to be Bob Smiley. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he started now doing some. I know how Bob feels. He did like some hacky thing. Oh, he had a. a a cigarette, e-cigarette, and he did some hacky bits about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the e-cigarette's such a... Yeah. Um, but he bought... And you could see on his face because it had been years since he had had to struggle. So what happened at our corporate thing that we did? I, I so, honestly have blocked it out. So it was right when the Rock Show Comedy DVD came out. Okay. And so I called you and I was like, hey man, we need to talk about merch sales for that. And you were like, <laughs> I'm not bringing merch. And I was like, who are you talking about? This is like... Bob and I have completely different can, attitudes about merch, Peach. Okay. He takes merch to like family reunions, Christmas. I do. Uh, well, I brought merch weddings, tonight. Like, like when members of his family, nieces and nephews get married, Bob takes merch to the reception. Okay, I'm just going to say this. I bombed tonight. I, I totally bombed. I sold over $200. <laughs> so... Laugh it up, fuzzball. How many, how, many, <laughs> how many vacay tickets did you hand out? I, I handed out... <laughs> no, we don't want any of these people to come to this thing. Look, what does thumbs. it say on my hand? We don't want thumbs What does it vacay? say on my hand? Vacay. I was going to plug the vacay thing. And you didn't. And as I'm up there, I'm like, none of these people deserve to hang out with us. <laughs> they don't well, get, they don't get this. They don't get this. make that proclamation yet. Yeah. So it was like... Oh yeah, it was, and I, it, I've I've handed out cards. 
I didn't I didn't remember to bring him this time, the one that you're here. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't I, remember to put your name on him. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I did, so I was sitting there. I was sitting there getting ready for my show. I'm awesome. And I was like, what am I thinking? I did not. Because I actually took the box out whenever Sarah and I were doing our podcast because I wanted to pull it out. And that was... And that's and I pulled it out, and that's when I realized my name wasn't even on the the card. I've handed it out. I've handed them out for two shows, not realizing that my name was not even on. Yeah, I don't feel so bad if you didn't the thing. Well, because I'm on the picture. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, this picture. I'm not going to read the names. I know who's going. To be right. honest, when I put the when I put the list on there, I was I was like, gosh, those names it's fit. Short. No, yeah. I, I was like, those those fit in there. They fit really perfectly. Nicely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah. realize I left Bob off the list, and that's why. Yeah. You would have thrown off the symmetry. <laughs> Okay, now you're just making me look where it's up. So, so, so we got we to brought, the, we went to this corporate thing. So you I called merch. and and you were like, "I'm not bringing merch," and I was right. like, "Well, I'm going to bring the rock show DVDs, and I'm going to bring you know some of my stuff." Right. And so we came up with the idea that you'd bring 15, and I'd bring 15. Secretly, I brought 30. <laughs> Because I was like, I know we're going to get there and we're going to sell we're gonna out, sell and then out, we're right. going to need and then more. I'm gonna, and then Brandon's going to be out, so and he's I'm, definitely going to be out. So I'm going to increase the price ten percent. Yeah. yeah. Um. And so you showed up. I can't believe you don't remember this. No. You showed up. You carried the DVDs in a pillowcase. Now I've got my two big merch bags on wheels. I've got my pop-up banner. I've got all my stuff. And you walk in with a gunny sack. Right from the hotel. That's what. That was how I used to. I would I would take my merch. I still do this sometimes. I take the merch in my regular suitcase, yeah. and then I just transfer it to a pillowcase in the hotel. I'm gonna so get I look, water. Is that okay? I want to look kind of like a vagrant. I think so. What happened? Did you sell a bunch of merch? Can you still hear me from here? Yeah. Yeah. That's so crazy. I know. Um, so we set it up, and then they're like, "Okay, um, John, we'd like you to go first, and uh, you were doing forty minutes." Yeah. And I was doing 40 minutes. And so I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. No, I went first. That's what it was. I went first. Did a big merch pitch. I did a, uh, yeah. He was doing 40 minutes, probably a 30-minute merch pitch. Yeah. I'm Marty Simpson. And I did a couple. Hey, Marty. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Marty? Um, My opening joke. Uh, was solid. It was about being a football coach. It took six minutes to get to the punchline. <laughs> Not and everybody knows Marty Simpson. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. You're um, so inside baseball. And I seriously was at the time. I was doing shows. I was doing three or four shows a week, and I was just just sharp. knocking them out of the park, just, yeah. just one after the other. Hey, you just Woo! you just line them up, and when they collapse, laughing, bring me a new crowd. <laughs> it, I really was just. Bring me another audience. I've killed this one. Yes, I, I, but, but I mean, I was I was really like felt in the top of my game. I was writing stuff, and I was like, you know, I know. turning my show. I remember over. that. I remember when I used to yeah. do that sometimes. So I get up, and I, I'm rarely cocky, but I'm watching the clearly the, the crowd come in. <laughs> I mean, but really, I, I mean, you, uh, here's the here's the inside scoop. Most comics are very insecure. They're very, yes. you know. But you have to Especially act. Especially after corporate shows. So to, to walk on stage, this is an interesting thing though, but to walk on a stage and say, everybody in the room be quiet, 
and listen to me for an hour. Yeah. You have to have a oh my gosh, a level of that's cockiness. In my book. That's the first chapter in the book that I'm writing about how one of the reasons that I is I'm, this a merch pitch? I'm almost what yeah, kind of merch I'm, pitch? I'm finishing you up here? a book. Finishing up. Is a book. it like my two comedy uh, slash devotionals for no, middle it's school kids? It's a lot better. Oh, it's in, you're focused in, on the family like mine. Yeah, it's better <laughs> in my first. <laughs> At BobSmiley.com. <laughs> but I'm talking about how the reason that I'm qualified to write about comedy is because of my arrogance. It's my, my yeah. arrogance and my conceit. And, the, and the, the I honestly believe that what I have to say is more important than whatever you're talking about <laughs> yeah. or what you're thinking. And I have a microphone so that I can not only talk above you, but I can actually drown out your thoughts while mm-hmm. I'm on stage. Unless so. you have a thumb in the room. Right. And then you can't. So, so you're up there. So I get up. Top of your game. Yeah. So I'm not like so cocky that I'm like, I'm going to kill. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do really well. Right. And it was a good setup too. It was like a, a low ceiling. You're like, Brandon is not going to be able to follow me. I knew you could follow me. I am going to blow him off the stage. I knew you could follow me, but I was excited for you to see. Because you'd only seen like 10, 15 minute bits of shows that I've done. You've never seen, you'd never seen a full show of mine. It'd been a while. And I'd never seen I've a full show of you. Before. That's that was a, oh I guess you have. That's mm-hmm. actually right. Yep. But I mean I was really good. Right. <laughs> no, um, so <laughs> I I get up there and I tell my first couple of jokes and people aren't paying attention. Right. And it's just and I'm like, oh and I look over at you because I'm starting to flop sweat like I do remember this I now. I feel like I'm back my first year doing comedy. And I look over at you and you're just <laughs> like, what this you is want a normal me to do? thing. I I thought you'd be freaking out because you had to go on afterwards. Right. But you're just like, yep, this is about what it's going to be. <laughs> yep, just me and my pillowcase going to go back I to the hotel. A, I, had the, I had corporate callus. Yes, you did. Yeah. Well, I was I was uh, ripping a new scar. I so do remember this show, and and it was and actually. Did look like it should have been a decent show because it was the ceilings were low. Yep. It kind of looked almost like a club. Yeah, it was like it? a theater, a little yeah. small theater. So I get up and I and I struggle through. I don't remember minutes. you doing that badly, but I guess it's it, relative to what you well, yeah, expected. Again, because it was like such a you know great show, great show, great show. You right. know, and um, and then these people could have cared less. Right. Could have cared less, or could. Couldn't, couldn't could not. have cared. They, less. Maybe they could have cared less, which would <laughs> which would have meant that you did better than you thought. Okay, we're going to go with that one. If they couldn't care less, that means they were at the they were at maximum apathy towards you. They could not have been. I know how they feel. I feel that way about this conversation now. So (laughs) I get up and I I I finish and I hand it over to you and I'm like, oh. And then you get up and now I'm like, I'm just like, oh, I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad. (laughs) You get up. You couldn't have cared less. Because right. you knew, like you, I guess, read the crowd, knew it was going to be terrible, and right. you were going to get paid. and No you went show up. will make you, and no show will break you. You got to your 40-minute deal. We went back to the merch table. You may have uh, <laughs> ragged on me a little bit about having a huge merch table set up. Uh-huh. Um, we sold one DVD. <laughs> Which we split. Which one of us? Oh, we, we both, split. We, we well, we were going to split the money. Collectively sold one DVD. Yeah, yeah. collectively. And so, um, and that was it. So we packed, you packed up your pillowcase. I packed up my two <laughs> suitcases and went on about our and off we careers. Went. And here we are. Here, here we are. Yeah. All those years later, we both survived. But the, no only two, the only two bad corporate events was that one and then this one tonight. 
How many corporate events have you done? Not a ton, but I've done probably Clearly. 50. Really? Yeah. That's not true. I, I, I had one. I had three. I was going to say that you're the Jonah in the in the situation, but you're not. I I did a um, <laughs> I did a pool builders. Uh, it was in uh, what's it's not Vegas. It's the other one. Uh, Reno. 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 I did in Reno, and I remember they put me in this really super nice hotel, like a big casino hotel. And then when I arrived, <laughs> checked in, um, it was twenty dollars for Wi Fi. And you know me. I know. That's, and I'm like, that's twenty dollars okay. more than you're willing. to I'm spend. like, I'm not. I, I'm not spending money on Wi Fi. No. But then they gave me a. Uh, I think it was like a five dollar credit in the casino, and so I went in. And I don't. I don't gamble. Like it's not my thing. And so I go in and I gamble and I win twenty bucks and I cash it out and I go to the deal and I'm like, I'll have Wi Fi now. Really? And so I, I actually won. Even that surprises me. Yeah. I'm surprised that you'd even use your your hard earned gambling. Well, winnings. you had. I think you had to use it in the hotel, maybe, or something. Or maybe oh, not. Maybe I was just, yeah. Some mafia. Mafia would have you whacked if you got Wi-Fi. I think it was something where source. if you were playing with their money, yeah. their coupon or something. Anyway, maybe not. Maybe I just was making so maybe much money just, that I was just like, you know what? You know what? Make 20 bucks. Yeah. I'm going to check my email. Yeah. But it was a pool builders uh, deal, and I got a... I get up there and it was the very last day, the very last uh, thing of a three-day um, conference. And it was during the recession. So nobody, it was for California pool builders. And nobody in California was building pools. Everybody was foreclosing. Everybody was, you know, banking. I thought you said it was in Reno. Well, they had the conference in Reno. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. And right before I get up, the CEO gets up and he's like, uh, this company's doomed. I can't do anything. <laughs> So, this is my resignation. So he resigns. Bob Smiley, everybody. But oh, it, it, it gets worse. They had to stay until after my show because they were getting their checks. Like after their, the their show, deal. and so and so the, he does turn and he goes. Uh, but we got a comedian. I mean, he was just so he didn't care. He was like, well, well, we have a comedian. Um, Here he is, uh, Bob Smiley. <laughs> and I walk up. There were, there were about 50 people in that just had their head down on the table. Like, just did not care. And I get up, and, I, and I've got to wear a suit because it was like a big deal. So I'm, right, I'm right. wearing this big... Because you, you want to make a good impression in case they decide to have you back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want, you, want, you want them to invite you back. Right. So I get up, and, I, and I'm sweating through. I had like a burlap suit, like, a, like this real thick... Suit oh that I got in, like at Goodwill. I, so, did you make reference to any of that, or did you just do your set? No, because I, I tried a couple ad lib stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Got nothing. Well, you're not going to get anything, but that's not but, the point. But then, I think I would have just been. I would have just. This been, is where I became a fan of yours. Here we go, man. The first time I saw you, you bombed a joke. You didn't bomb the whole set. Um, <laughs> but. You, you bomb, and you just look down the crowd, and you just took your microphone, and you just go, and you just tap it one time. You didn't say, is this thing on? You didn't tap, tap, tap. You just, and whoever got it, which was just me. That's it. Well, I've done and a lot I was of, like, I was in the back just going, oh my gosh, I've got to be friends with this I've guy. Done a lot of, I've done a lot of shows where you're the only one who would have gotten it, and yeah. you weren't even there. 
But no, I didn't go, I didn't do what you would have done and just been like, all right, let's talk about how awkward it is in the room. You know, That's exactly totally where I would. I would do that now. I totally would have been right there. I would do that now. But at the time, I think we just had our first okay. son. <laughs> I would have said, okay, I think now would be the time that uh, that we can talk about how you really feel about the CEO. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's... <laughs> you know what? We can talk about how you feel about your boss. For What's s- he going to do? Yeah. Fire you. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I didn't think crowd work was going to be good. <laughs> not, nothing would have been good. That's yeah. not the point. The point so, is that you just, yeah. So, comedy comedy's catharsis, man. I mean, that's... Yeah. It's what? It's, it's catharsis. It's catharsis. <laughs> comedy is catharsis. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people take that for granted. It's catharsis. Yeah. And you get up there and you can, and you could give, you could give them... A uh, a voice you can you could be the snark. I didn't have my are. own voice at that thing, but no. you're right. You're right. It was here's the here's the only good part is I get off the stage and I am mortified. Like it was just the worst. Um, <laughs> it's, and and they it's were, pretty bad, Bob. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, and so I I, I get off stage and um, I go stand by my merch table. No, I'm kidding. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't set up merch. I didn't set up merch that day. And I'm really That would have been fantastic. Because you, I mean, I kind of did that. I would have made a merch pitch too. You know what I'm talking about? Like where you, I don't know if you do this, but you'll set up a merch table and then it goes badly. And then you have to go, and nobody's buying anything. So then you have to go take it down. Take your merch table. And down. the whole time I'm like, I feel like people are looking at me going, look at him, thinking people would want to buy his yeah. crud. That's yeah. actually part of my merch pitch. Yeah, is that is, <laughs> is yeah. It's like I know that you guys I know that you guys don't want this stuff and but don't, don't feel like you have to just race past me you <laughs> yeah. know, and not make eye contact. Yeah. And so that's actually part at of my At least merch come pitch. and talk to me. You can still come and talk to me if you don't buy my stuff. Yeah. And uh, but two people... I actually have more respect for you if you don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I know, you kind of think like, but two people came up to me after this pool builders thing and and they kind of whispered, like almost like, I'm a Christian. You know, that's not what they said, (laughs) but they, that you felt like it was this little, you know, like they drew half of the fish, you know, for me to drew, but they came over and they were like, we know who you are and we know you're really good. So don't let this get you down. They were like, "Hey, that wasn't so bad." That or, you right. know, it was like, "Don't, it's like, don't sweat it. Don't let it this make bad. you quit." Well, at what point, though, did you? What, where <clears throat> were you in your career when? Because you you had to get to this point at some at some point in your career, or else you wouldn't be here right now mm-hmm. talking with somebody as important as I am. <laughs> right, Peaches. Right, you, you you've got to get to the point in your career where the audience does not matter, mm-hmm. and by that I, I don't mean. I don't mean that you don't care about them as human beings. I mean that their opinion about how the show is going yeah. is is not really a factor. There's a there's a level of competence that you get to where you're in most people's cases, you, you got to a point where you were killing every single show. Yeah. Uh, I've never experienced that. But people but, were coming to see me. So right, it was different. You get to a point where where you're competent see, and nobody you go came out to and see you don't you don't crash and burn me. anymore mm-hmm. very often unless things are just unless you're just in an impossible situation right but you're a pro right yeah. and so you've done this material and you know how to stand and you know how to engage people and so you don't very often just blow up on right. stage and 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 then when 
when you have a less than good show, you don't go back to your room and cry yourself to sleep. You're like, oh, that was a really horrible show. Oh, yeah. And then you reach a point where it's like, I'm going to call somebody <laughs> and, uh, and tell them about this train wreck. I've, I've done that. I've called you. What's that? Or podcast, or podcast about it. Or podcast about it. But I've called you. I've called Hawkins. I've called right. Streblo after really bad shows. Right. Um, because now it doesn't, yeah, it really doesn't phase me. I want to do a good job because they're paying me to be there. Right. But some things that like tonight is just an impossible situation. And it doesn't get to me. And I can usually tell within three minutes of being on stage yeah. if it's going to be. My wife and I call it. Um, you can tell with your opening. You can tell with your opening bit. Yeah. Whether or not um, they're going to be with you. So I, uh, we call it one of those shows. Just like that's how my wife and I talk about it. Because I'm like, that's one of those shows where you just struggle to get through it, and that's all it is. And your, you your measure of success off. has to change. When somebody was, uh, I was talking to somebody in the uh, comedians group a couple of years ago, and they were. Wait, getting, but there's a comedians group. <clears throat> whole different story. They were. Is getting, it all the names on the card for the vacay with comics? Yeah, we're talking about CCA. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Um, Carl knows about that. But, uh, so, but I was talking to somebody in the group getting ready to do their first corporate show. And this was a woman and she was asking for advice. She goes, what should I do? And I went in to the public <laughs> conversation and I said, lower your expectations and do not expect them to laugh. Yeah. I said, if you, if you go in thinking that, especially if there's a lot of people there, you know, if you go in, it's a full room and there's two or 300 people there and you're like, man, this is going to be, do not do that. Like I did with you, with well, you and I did. Yeah. You, it's, 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 it's deceiving, yeah. you know, because you see a lot of people and you go, well, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to make noise here. And that would be true if you were in a club or if you were in some place where they were, they were expecting and wanting comedy. Mm -hmm. But if they don't want comedy, um, it, it annoys them. They finish <laughs> dinner and a lot of times at a corporate function, there's awards or there's or there's the re annual report and there, there's all sorts of stuff that happens that nobody's interested in. And you know that nobody's interested in it because they wouldn't be there except for the fact that they are required to be yeah. there. A lot of times they're obliged to be there because they work for that company. And so... They, they wouldn't tune in to the annual report on Netflix. Right, yeah. You know, they wouldn't choose to watch that. Um, it's foisted on them. And the same thing is true with the comedian. They, yeah. They're not really there for that. And so I told this person just the, 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 how you measure success at, at shows is not always by the volume of laughter. Mm -hmm. um, it's... Whether the check cashes. It's whether the check cashes <laughs> and it's whether or not... It's whether or not you don't offend people. Mm -hmm. at, at a corporate show, the goal is not to upset people, right. especially the people who are writing the check. Right. You know, and so if you can, if you do thirty-five minutes or an hour, for crying out loud, if you do an hour, and <laughs> nobody is mad at you because you have offended them politically or or socially or any in any, if you haven't upset anybody, then you win. You're, right. you're gonna. There, there's a. I've never had a corporate show where the booker was upset with me. Never. I've had I've had many shows like the one that you're <laughs> describing yeah. where the audience wasn't necessarily down with what was going on. But the people who booked me have come up afterwards every single time and said, great job, thank you, um, that was just what we wanted. And I used filler. to... When I, well, <laughs> That's well, what, I used, what it is. When I first started out, they want I would argue with them. I would go, really? I mean, that seemed really quite... But now, I I, I don't do that anymore. Because yeah. I know that what they want is... Yeah, it's filler, if you want to use that word. 
but you're supposed to be you're supposed to be entertaining, you're supposed to be engaging, and you're not supposed to offend people. Yeah. And that's why a lot of comics can't do corporate work. Right. Because a lot of a lot of club comics um, can't deal with with the reduced amount of laughter. Mm-hmm. And so they panic and they start firing off their their material that works in the club and it makes things worse in the corporate right, world yeah. because you've got people with their you've got wives and spouses and, and the the, the board of directors and they, and they all of them are there to to they're not there for comedy right. and so the the how your show goes is of no importance to them how you do reflects on them mm-hmm. and so if you trash the room and if you go for the laughs and and you try to demonstrate how funny you are to everybody else you're you're just that's, that's the opposite I, of what they want that's why I couldn't make fun of the thumb because right. if I would have, and, and there were there were a couple other guys at that table that were perfect to make fun of. Right. I mean, absolutely, it was everything I could do not to just go over and just tear the table apart. But I knew as soon as I did that, we were honoring a guy that was retiring. Right. And as soon as I did that, I would find out. Now, ironically, his daughter is the one that went over and told the people to shut up. And, right. You know, and so... Uh, but you, you can't, but it you didn't can't help. gamble it. That's the thing. She goes over and... and oh, it didn't and help. No, She yells at him and it just made things worse. Oh, so so I'm I'm about 25 minutes into it. So I got like 10 more minutes. And I'm like, okay, you're, you're almost done. You're in the, and then this little kid comes over, runs in the middle of the, the deal, crawls up in his grandfather's lap, <laughs> and starts playing this video game on this huge... I didn't know iPhone <laughs> made. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was like a... Yeah. It wasn't an iPad, but it was like a right. iPhone that wanted to be an iPad, like just a huge. And he's doing that, you know, playing this game. And the grandfather, like I'm staring at him, and I'm thinking, and he makes eye contact with me, and so I'm, I've already paused, so it's real awkward. And uh, he looks at me, and he's like, <laughs> like that, and I'm like, <laughs> so I go, man, kids with technology, isn't it crazy? And then I go into this whole other bit about technology and kids and how it's destructive and you know know, (laughs) kids can't focus and all this kind of stuff (laughs) and and the grandfather's looking at me and he he nods doesn't laugh and uh and then he as soon as i take my eyes off him but i'm still kind of watching um he starts hitting people at the table getting him to look at the how his grandson's playing on the game (laughs) (laughs) i'm like what i just (laughs) so he's probably doing well the kid was leveling up i could see a little bit of it Say what? goodbye to Carl. Well, Why are we saying goodbye to Carl? Well, you can keep talking to Carl on the recorder, but I'm done with the sneak peek on Facebook Live. So. Really? That's it? That's it? Was it was a long sneak peek. Do we get to do a plug? I was like, well, plug for what? BossMelly.com. <laughs> hey, check out Good Brown and Smiley. Have I mentioned my website, BossMelly.com? The sneak peek. Um, a long sneak peek. Well. Did you share it on my oh, page? crying out So we get viewers? <laughs> I tried to. Hey, we got people. We got. We got. Oh, people. I know you've got people because when I ask questions, a lot of your haters are relevant. Well, do you want to you want to get to the questions? The questions are we gonna, were relevant. Are we going to make this part of? Oh, the questions were brilliant, and you could tell that they were fans because they were asking a lot of like potty break, like, like weird stuff. inside, yeah, stuff. inside stuff yeah. that I got some of, and you know I could tell was other things, but. You also <laughs> have ruffled some feathers out there. Have I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, so, not, that's I, not a shock either. I know you do have people that look at your Facebook. We have a... 
this is what we want to do with Vacay with the Comics. Mm-hmm. This is what we right. this is what we do. We get together and we talk about bad shows and we talk about the talk philosophy of comedy and we talk about uh, we talk about other stuff too. Yeah. But this is why talk we talk about comedians who aren't there. We talk yes. about comedians who aren't <laughs> We're there. We're definitely gonna do that. <laughs> talk smack about we talk the smack who about there. about all of our friends. <laughs> um, it's, it really is gonna be a blast. That uh, that cruise that we did. My kids still talk about it. Do they? Yeah. My kids still talk about it. So they're super excited about this vacay thing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be... And I've run into so people... I. I, I still run into people all over the country that were at that cruise. Yeah. And they'll tell me like their favorite little part of, you know, like us going to a beach or something. And right. Some funny Ken Davis did or, you know, something like that. And yep. So... We're going to... Well, we're going to do... We're going to do that. It's going to be play cards and eat... S'mores, maybe. You're talking about having a... Uh, I'm talking about having a poker tournament. Having a poker tournament. Oh, yeah. Well, people want to know about board games and stuff. Yeah. And if any of you listening want to sign up, go to bobsmiley.com and click on my tour dates and uh, you can sign up through there. Okay. <laughs> it will redirect to your website. But. I'm just trying to get people to know I'm on it because evidently I'm the only one promoting me on it. Because <laughs> yeah, you're fair. not promoting it, I'm on it. probably true. That's probably true. Well, yeah, and it doesn't matter how you get there. I lost my train of thought when you distracted me. You said, what do you want vacay uh, to be? You want it to be us hanging out. You were talking about a poker tournament. Um, yeah, well, I, I think a poker tournament So we tournament are having non-Christians would be there. super fun. Okay. Well, here's what we would do. We would do a, it would be open to every, anybody that wants to play, mm-hmm. and it would be timed. And so we would have, a, this is the way we play with the guys at church. We play poker at my what? church. Yeah. And, uh. <laughs> And everybody gets a, a set amount of chips, so you're not. It's not. We're not actually playing for money, and so you get you, you get seventeen million dollars worth of chips. That's what I say. They say seventeen thousand dollars, but I say seventeen million. And uh, and then you play for like two and a half hours, and whoever has the most chips, when two and a half hours expires, that's the person who wins. And then you get like a gift card, or if I'm thinking vacate with the comics, we'd come up with a three or four prizes to pay the, you know, the top yeah. three or four positions. That's a good idea. So nobody's like losing money, but they're no one's losing money. invested. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, but, but it would be fun and you could play with, you know, we'll have a however many tables we need and it's just, it's elimination. When you run out of chips, then you're out. And we, so I have always gone to a denominational type church that is very frowns on poker, gambling, any right. of that kind of stuff. Um, and then we started going. So do I. Yeah. And so we, we started going to another church uh, to my parents' chagrin. Yep. And my parents have been ragging on me about that forever. And then my uh, uh, Trent, one of my kids, uh, actually went to a youth event. And I was like, man, he's going, he's really involved in this youth thing. He's like, they're having this uh, all night thing and hanging out like a lock in and everything. And he came home and he had a speaker. And so my dad was like, hey, uh, that's, that's pretty cool. And, and Trent goes, yeah, I won it in the poker tournament. And I'm like, no. Don't tell your grandfather that. I need to vet some of these answers too. But he won a, he won a speaker at a at a poker tournament at yeah. the at the church. Well, so, it's you play poker, don't you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super fun because we're called to go out in the world and you know right. to to the sinners. And that's what it's and talking so, about. Yeah, There's poker in the New Testament. Yeah, but it was a uh, it was an idea that occurred to me. Um, last time I was playing poker out at 
Russ's place. And I thought, this would be fun to do at vacay. Because you can have people that are super into it and people that don't care. They just want to play because it's fun. For right. The and that's, that's and that's the only want. reason that we play at Russ's. It's, it's that way at Russ's. Everybody, it's, it's like five bucks to play at Russ's house. And he provides pizza and soda and snacks and a gift card, like to the top three places. So there's he's there's no way that this is profitable. Yeah, wait a minute. Who's this Russ guy? He's a guy at my church. Okay, is he loaded? Um, no, I guess no. He's not loaded, but he just he likes to play cards. That's and cool. So, but I then, need better friends. I don't have any friends like you that. You do the 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 gambling aspect of it. I understand people have a problem. Yeah. With because they think about cards, they think about gambling, they think about poker and blackjack and all those things. But they're just games. They're yeah. if you don't you don't have to wager money. Uh, it's just the chips are a way that you keep score. Yeah. And so it's like it's it's like rolling dice and playing Yahtzee. You just keep score on a little pad versus keeping score with chips. That's that's. That's it. It's not a sin, Peach. <laughs> I love how this is turning into an intervention. <laughs> Peach and I have... And you're in a corner right now, so it's the so longer, perfect. The longer I talk, the guiltier I sound. Yeah. So, um, that was one of the questions, because uh, a lot of people know you're a big gamer, is what's the best game, board game, in 2019? In 2019? Yeah. And one person even specifically said, people are going to tune out, but there's a few of us nerds that really want to know what brand new things. <laughs> well, to be to be perfectly transparent with uh, all of your listeners, Bob, mm-hmm. whom I love, yeah, um, I am not really the authority on uh, on all of the new and current games. Because you create your own now. I do. I'm making yeah. my own, and that's going to come out this year too, along with my book. His book. And uh, always refers to oh, so he has that. a book. Yeah. I really do. Have and a you book. have a, a board game coming out. And have a board game coming out. And both out. those things will be available at bobsmiley.com. Bobsmiley.com. <laughs> if I play my cards right, yeah. they'll be at bobsmiley.com. Does it involve cards? Yeah. Okay. The board game card. doesn't. Oh, it doesn't? I thought it had every oh, but the book, piece you could possibly have. The book no. involves cards? The book does not involve cards either. Dice. Okay. It's got dice. Okay. It's got dice and tiles, but no. Tiles. Does it involve, does it involve cones? No, there's no <laughs> cones. No cones, no cones of Dunshark. Okay. It, but the, to answer the question about the uh, the board games, I, I have a friend of mine who is a... Uh, was a student of board games and he monitors all of that stuff and and knows what the hotness is as it's called mm-hmm. but do you know how many board games come out every year oh it's going to be because we go for christmas we try to find new board games uh-huh. and it's not hard at all like everything's new right take a guess at how many new board games there are in a in i'm going to say 250 there are thousands of new board what? games what yeah Thousands. They it's, make it's it in like, Walmart? Like books. It, well, it's, they're like books. Yeah. yeah. No, How okay. many books are published every year? And board games are, board games have ex- exploded. You go to, you go to websites and you can find literally thousands of board games. Somebody sent me a board game that they had invented and <laughs> I, I got it, but it said, it opened it up and uh, it said, I've worked really hard on this and all, and it's a whole long thing. Yeah. And at the very end it said, so would you please give this to Tim Hawkins? <laughs> and uh, oh, that's a person so, who doesn't understand Tim Hawkins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's funny on so many levels. So yeah, then you got a, you got a board game. You 
don't want to give it to Tim Hawkins. No, you don't want to give it to Tim Hawkins. Um, so so I, did, I never played that board game. Oh, you never played it? I never played it. I'd be interested Out of spite. Just because you were angry. Well, I've had we. I think we've all had the. We oh, hey, can you get me? A podcast with stories about that. We, I could, we could do said, a whole podcast on. Tell me, hey, is there any way I could meet Tim Hawkins? I actually told Dad like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, I'm going to email Todd Hawkins and be like, you don't know what not having a phone number on your website does to <laughs> me. <laughs> Just yeah. put a fake number <laughs> up if you have to. Oh my gosh! How many times? <laughs> Yeah, we could do a whole podcast. A whole podcast on the number of ways that people have tried to finesse us right. into a meeting oh, with Tim Hawkins. Um, this guy uh, ordained me <laughs> and sent me this thing where I could be ordained. Uh, I could print out a certificate because I was ordained now. And um, I was like, that's, uh, oh, that's cool. And I that's wrote really back nice. and I said, oh, thank you. And because I replied, he then he immediately sent me the certificate for Tim too. Right. And he goes, "Can you uh, can you send this to Tim and yep. uh, tell him he's ordained?" I've been <laughs> I've been given uh, DVDs and books and movie scripts, um, plays. I've been given I've been given things, you know, under the yeah. pretense, and they always start with the same way. Hey, I'd like you to take a look at this and blah blah blah. Oh, really? Really? What? And they'll give me the whole thing, and it's like. And could you give that to Tim Hawkins? Yeah. Could you get that? I sure can. <laughs> if you want, if you want, I can just throw it directly in the trash and save that step. But if you want me to hand it to Tim and let him throw it away, then sure. <laughs> you know what I have gotten that I do appreciate mm. is shirts. People have for Tim for have given me shirts, <laughs> or I've had people mail me shirts to give to Tim. And yeah. I call Tim and I go, hey, Tim. He doesn't want them. He doesn't want them. No. But I'll call him and go, hey, this shirt, somebody sent this and this is what it says. Do you want it? You know, and I would I would bring it to him if he did, but he doesn't want it. And right. So I've, I've got several really good shirts. You should have, you <laughs> should have shirts that actually say this was originally meant for Tim Hawkins. <laughs> yeah, this is Tim Hawkins shirt. You should wear this is Tim Hawkins shirt. This is Tim shirt. My other shirt is Tim Hawkins shirt. <laughs> but all joking aside, if anybody does want to send something to Tim, they can send it to P.O. Box 8723, <laughs> Lou Woodlands, Texas, 77387. So anything, anything that you want Hawkins to get. Don't send any Snickerloafs. Don't oh, send Snickerloafs. Oh, gosh, yeah. <laughs> how many, many Snickerloafs did we consume oh, on the bus? Yeah, that and the, um, what was the other, the um, pillow? The, the pillows, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Painful disease painful in my loins. Painful disease in my loins. Lots yeah. of those. Lots of those pillows. How much ketchup do you get? Oh, I get I get a lot, which you I lot but I use it like I yeah. use it. <laughs> we get oatmeal cream pies. We eat and I get uh, chili uh, Fritos, like uh, chili cheese Fritos. Yeah. Like people bring those to me. Um, some people have started bringing toilet paper. Hey guys, uh, we actually went on for about another hour, um, so I'm going to cut in. But if you enjoyed listening to this interview with John Brandon, let us know at hooklineandsmiley at gmail.com. And uh, if you guys did enjoy it, we'll release the second part of this interview. And seriously, if you want to send something to Tim Hawkins, all you got to do is send it to P.O. Box 8723, The Woodlands, Texas, 77387. Uh, Tim really likes Butterfingers. Yeah, that's his favorite candy bar. Uh, Anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. You can find out more information about John Branion at bobsmiley.com. And come hang out with us this summer. Uh, There's going to be a bunch of other comics, and it's just going to be a fun time uh, just out in the woods, camping, and stuff like that. Uh, Details can be found at – seriously, do I really need to say it again? 
Anyway, hope your week is full of woo moments. Bye.